Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simon Kuf Chav Ches. We are up to Sif Chav Tes, which is the second to last line on page Zion. We're about to turn on to page 14. <clears throat> the Mechaber says in Sif Chav Tes, Kohen Shalom Hispalel Adayin, so Kohen walks into a shul, the tzibur is davening, he did not yet daven. It comes time for duchening, so the lach is no se kapov ma'akavto. He gets up to duchen, even though he didn't daven. The fact that he did not daven, it is not ma'akiv, is duchening, he goes up and he says, Birchas Kohanim. Says the Meshavurus of Kodan Kovzayan, no se kapov, the imroa shekeshiyala la duchen, yavor's mantvila. If he realizes it's getting close to self's mantvila, and if he goes up to duchen, he's going to miss the last time to daven. So yelech lachatzar beis hakneses viyispalul sham. He should go outside, leave the shul, go to the courtyard, he should daven over there, and he should not duchen. Avol, im omru lo kodem ritzei alei tzarech lalos. The problem's going to be if they told him to go up during ritzei, so then he's mechuyev to go up. The imlo yala over ba'asei daraisa. If he doesn't go up, he's going to be over in asei daraisa. So v'dochit tefila de rabbanon. And that will override the tefila de rabbanon. So again, a person who did not yet daven, he's a kohen, he walks into the shoulder up to duchening, so he can go up and duchen even though he did not daven. But if it's getting close to sosmat tefila, it's better that he avoids the duchening, he goes out to the chutz and he davens. Except if they told him to go up during Ritzei, now he has an aseda right to go up, and that would override the tefila, which is only the rabbanon. So in no 14 he points out, that even though we discussed a little while ago that Lufi the Rambam is a chiyav midaraisa to daven every day, so tefillah is not the Rabbanon. You can't just dismiss it and say tefillah is the Rabbanon. So it explains note number 14, 114, Mikom Still, even though the Rambam holds that tefillah is the Raisa, the Magen Avram tells us, The idea that you must daven is the Raisa, but the amount of tefillahs, the order of the tefillahs, that is not the Raisa. Midaraisa, you could daven one time during the day, any nusl that you want, and you're fine. So you would not need to worry about the Raisa aspect of the tefillah right now. And therefore, if you're told to go up, or you have an Asay Daraisa to go up, you can forget about the tefillah for now, because the tefillah that you're about to daven now, Shmon Esrei, that's only Midrabonon, and you could satisfy your Daraisa, Lafidu Rambam, afterwards. Continues the Mishaburu in the third line of page 14. So let's step it up a notch now by Kriyashma. Let's say he comes into Shul, they're starting to Duchen, he did not yet say Kriyashma. And he realizes that if he goes up to Duchen, he's going to miss Zman Kriyashma, which is more serious than Zman because Kriyashma is the Raisa. So Yelech Gamkein Lachatsar Beisakneses Vikra Kriyashma. So he should do the same thing we said before about the tefillah. He should go out to the Chatzor Beis HaKnesses, ignore the Birchas Kohanim, and he should say Kriyashma. However, but if they told him to go up during Ritzei, whereby tefillah we said, ignore the tefillah, go up and Duchen for the Daraisa. Here the Mishabura says, Yikra Pasuk Rishon Viala Kapov. Here he should just say the first Pasuk of Kriyashma, which is Daraisa, and then he can go up and he can Duchen afterwards. Now note one 15, he reminds us that even though we're taking on over here that only the first Pasuk is Daraisa, in fact, we had a three Machlokas, one sheet that says it's the first Pasuk, one sheet that says that it's the whole first Parsha, and one sheet that says it's the first two Parshas. But here the Mishabur is saying, just say the first Pasuk, satisfy that sheet of the Daraisa, and then you go up in Duchen, and you can fulfill that Mitzvah Daraisa as well. 
continues the Mechaber in Siv Lamed. Nisha Yeshlo Mum Bifonov Obiyodov, a Kohen who has a blemish on his face or on his hands. Kigon Shehem Bohakanios, O Akumos, O Akushos. And the Ramo explains what these things are. Bohakanios Pirish Minnega Lovon. It's some kind of dots that he has, some white dots. Virashi Pirush Lintelish Belaz. Akumos is, his hands are kfufos, they're bent. Or Akushos is, they're bent litzdadehem, they're bent to the sides. So they're all different types of mumin. The Haran Pirish, and the Ran explains, Akumos is, shenis ak meyodo acharonis. His hand is bent backwards. And Akushos is, sheino yochel lechalek etzbausav, he's not able to split his fingers the proper way. So in all these cases, a Kohen has a mum on his face or on his hands. The halach is lo yisa eskapav. He should not tochen. Mipneisha on mistaklimbo. We're concerned that the people that are getting the bracha are going to be looking at the Kohen and be distracted. V'hu adin l'mishiyesh mumin b'raglov. The same din applies that he should not tochen if he has any movement on his legs. B'makom sha'olin laduchin below bate shokayim. In a place where they go up to tochen without saksan, he has a mum on his feet. That's also grounds not to go up in tochen. V'chein mishiriro yoreid al zakano. So too, if someone has saliva that's dripping down his beard. O she'ein of zolfos dimma, or his eyes are dripping tears. In all these cases, the kohen should not be tochening. V'chein suma ba'achas me'enav lo yisas kapav. So too, if someone is blind in one eye, he should not tochen. V'im hoya dosh bi'iro. But if everyone in the city is used to him, they're trained with him, and they're not uh, surprised at his at his at his look of his mum. Ta'hainu shame regilimbo. They're used to seeing him. Umakirim hakol sheyeshbo oso mum. And everyone knows he has this mum. It's not like a shocker to them. They're not going to be staring at him. They know him since third grade. So then yisa kapav. Then this coin with the mum could duchin. Va'afilu husuma b'shtei enov. Even if he's blind in both his eyes. Now, if you glance at the Biralocha de Ramaskov, the Suma Ba'achas Me'enov, the Chavaz Chaim points out a very important thing over here. He says, Poshut Tidavka Im Sam Yuso Nikr. We're talking about over here a mumin that a person is going to look at and he's going to start staring at the mum. If a person is blind in one eye, so it has to be that it's recognizable that he's blind in that eye, that they're going to come to stare at him. Avalim Ain Sam Yuso Nikr La Noshim, but if it's not clear that he's blind in his eye, if he's like many blind people that we have, that his eyes look totally normal, he just can't see out of the eye, so then now be mutter to duchen. The whole problem of duchening when a person is blind in one eye is there's something that looks funny about the eye that people might come to stare at it. If he looks regular, he just happens not to be able to see out of that eye, so that's not a mum that anyone's going to look at, that would not be a problem, says the Biralocha. Back to the Mechaber. We are at the end of the sixth line on page 14. How do we determine whether the person is considered Dosh Bi'iro, that everyone recognizes him and is used to him and they're not going to stare at him? So the Mechabri says that a person has lived in the city for 30 days, that's called Dosh Bi'iro. But this is specifically if it is his city, the place where he is living, he moved in and he's there for 30 days. But if he goes for a visit to another city, and he stayed there for 30 days, lo, that would not be called Dash Bi'ira. We'll see the Svar and the Mishabura, why it matters. But it's not a din in 30 days. It's a din that you moved into a city and you lived there for 30 days. If you're on vacation somewhere for 30 days, that would not be considered Dash Bi'ira even after 30 days.
And even if the person did not actually move into the city to settle there, he came for a short amount of time to teach Torah, he came for some kind of job, for a year or half a year, then the 30 days of being considered Dashbir would apply. So if you're just visiting, it doesn't apply. But if you're there for a half a year or for a year to teach or to be a sofer or some kind of job, then it would be considered Dashbir after 30 days. Says the Mishabura, Sivkoton Kufches, Shehem Bohakonios. The first mum that we mentioned was that he has these white dots. Says the Mishibur, this is not going on only on his hands, but also if he has these dots on his face. This is a person, again, who has the dots that are white. And those who have the dots on their face that are called Zumer Sprinklin, which is Baharos Kayets, they have like freckles from the summer. Im shchiach sham, if it's a normal thing in that place, af de lo have rov anshi amakum kach, even if most people in that place don't have it, but it's a normal thing, so then yisa as kappa, that would be considered normal, and he would be al tadukhin. Sifkotan kutes, kuftes, we said the reason why you shouldn't dukhin with any of these mumen is mipnei sha'am estaklimbo, because the people are going to be staring at him. Shu davar hamatmiya. It is something that is surprising to people. Because of that, they're going to be distracted and they're not going to be focused properly on the Birchas Kohanim. We said, or if the women are on the feet, it's also a problem. You should not do it if it is a place where they do it without socks. The Mishibura says in Kufiyu, this is our socks, that if you're not wearing socks, so then we're concerned also for the movement that would be on your feet. We said if he's dosh bi'iro, the reason why a moon passes on the face, the hands, or the feet, the chain b'cholhani, and any of the other examples brought over here, like he's blind in one eye, it's the reason that we just mentioned that people are going to come to stare at you. But a person who they're used to, they're not going to come to stare at him. It's nothing new. They've been in class with him since third grade. Now that he's 35, they don't care that he has some. Uh, some mark on his face that's a little funny. Isa Bashas, the Gemara tells us, the Pocheach lo Yisa Eskapav, one who is a Pocheach, we'll see what that is in a, in a moment, he should not do him. The Genayu Latzibur, that's a disgrace to the Tzibur. Umau Pocheach, what is a Pocheach? Mavur Lael Besimen Nun Gimel Sif Yud Gimel Ayn Sham. If you look at note 120, he tells us, and the Mishabru over there, he explains, the Hainu Misha Bigodov Karuav is Raosa Luksefav Magulin. It's someone whose clothes are ripped, and you can see his arms and his shoulders, that person should not duchin. Rashi and Megillah explains the Pokhayah differently as someone that you can see his legs, that he's wearing shorts, you can see his legs, but either way, this would be something that is ignited to the Tzibur and he should not duchin. Continues the Mishabru in the third wide line. Kosava Prichadash, the Choli Meayim Lo Yisa Eskap of one who has a stomach ailment should not duchin. Umikomakom Nira de Toshi Yetzei Kodem Ritzei, but still it would be better for him to go out of the shul before Ritzei. Sivkotan Kufiyud Beis, when we were explaining what Dosh Biro was, when a person moves into a city, he lives there for 30 days, that's called Dosh Biro, everyone's used to him and he could duchin. But if he just goes on a temporary visit to a place, even for 30 days, that's not Dosh Biro. So says the Mishabura Kufiyud Beis, Holeich Ba'akroi, the low regile inshi lisa velitein imo. A person who's only visiting for 30 days, people are not having dealings with that person. 
So they don't get used to his movement. A person who lives there, so they're, they're dealing with him in a, in a normal way of a member of their community. So everyone is used to his movement after 30 days. A person who's just visiting him, there's less activity with him, there's less interaction, and therefore that would not be considered Dash Biro, the Ayan Bir Alacha. Sifkoton Kuf Yud Gimel. We said, Even if he doesn't come to move into the city, but he comes for a year, a half a year, to do some kind of job there, that's also Dashbiru after 30 days. Since Lamaisa, he has come to spend some amount of time there. It's normal for them to have dealings with him. And they will get used to his movement over a span of 30 days. Let's look at the Biralacha that begins on the very bottom of page Zion. On the beginning of the Sif, Mishi Yesh Lo Mum, one who has a Mum. Ayin Tash Ekosav, look at the Tash who writes, Tekol Hanu She'enam Nosim Kapayim, any of these people that we're discussing in the Sif that have a Mum and they're not going to be Duchanim, Tzrichin Leilech Mibes Akneses Bishas HaDuchanim, they should not be in the Shul during Duchanim. They should leave the Shul during Duchanim, why? Tulolimru Alav Ben Grushahu. If there's a Kohen that is sitting in the Shul during Duchanim, he's not Duchanim, they're going to say he's a Cholol, he's the son of a Grusha that married a Kohen. The other Achorim take issue with this. V'dochu Yosef, and they push off his rayos. The Chaim the Sefer No Shalom Cholekalav and Shalom also argues with him. These Achorim say that if you have a mum, so it's recognizable that the reason why you're not duchening is because you have a mum. So no one's going to come to say you're not duchening because you're a chalol because you're a ben grusha. They see that you have a mum. Velo also lemiti. They're not going to come to make a mistake. So therefore the postkim writes down that a person with a mum does not need to leave the shul during duchening. However, because not everyone knows the halacha, not everyone realizes that if you have a mum, you can't duchen, and that's why they're not duchening. Not everyone knows that halacha. If sure it is possible, Shetov Yoser Sheyetsu Lachutz Kedas Hataz. Zakh the Chavaz Chaim, maybe even though all the Achanim are arguing with him, maybe Lamai said it is best to go like the Taz and the Kohen with the Mum should go outside, even though his Mum is Nikr, not everyone knows that a Mum makes you not be allowed to Duchen. So you can see a guy with a Mum, you don't know that halacha, you're going to start spreading rumors that this Kohen is a puzzle of Kohen. Says the Mechaber Vaiter Sif Lamed Aleph. Very important halacha, very important extension of the halacha in Sif Lamid. The Mechaber says that the minog in that place is that the Kohanim throw a talus over their faces, even if the Kohen has on his face or on his hands some mumin, he took care of the problem. The whole problem is people are going to look at him. If he's covered the talus, no one's looking at him, then he could look and Says the Ramah, That which the Mechaber says, if he has movement on his face or his hands, he could do him, is only if his hands are inside the talus. We saw there are different minhagim. Some put their hands outside, some inside. But if you want to do him with movement on your face and your hands, it has to be that your face is covered and your hands are covered by your talus. Avol, but, im mi bachutz, if the hands are outside, lo mahani atalas liyadav, then the talus being over your face, but not over your hands, will not help you to be allowed to dochen with mumen on your hands. Says the Mishabura, sefkotun kuf yud dalid. 
in minog, if the minog again is to cover the kohanim with a talus, so then they're good to go. And again, the whole problem was that people are going to come stare at the movement, but if they're covered, no one's going to come to look at them. The mechaber, notice he said, if the minog is to cover their face with the talus, then it's okay. But if that is not the custom in this place, but this Kohen wants to do it. He happens to have mumin. He wants to cover his face and his hands with his talus so he could and that is usr. The Afilu wrote him, Kolakohanim Lasos Kamohu, even if all the Kohanim want to join him in this covering, Kedei Shelo Yehebo Shidui Meshach Kohanim, so this person with the movement shouldn't look different than the other Kohanim. They're all willing to cover the talus over their heads and their hands, which they don't normally do, but they want to do it so he could dochen. Afilu Hachi Asr, it is still Asr, why? The Mikomokom Yestaklu Behem Ipneisha Shinum and Hagum, the Asichu Daitum. The whole point is we don't want to distract the tzibur. If they never cover their faces and their hands with the talus, all of a sudden the kohanim are covering themselves, so fakir, everyone's going to start staring even more. And therefore it only works the covering of the face and the hands from the mumin, if that is the minute of the place. But if you choose to do it, even if you convince all your friends to do it, that will not work. Again, if the kohanim throw their talus over their faces, it's okay. This Eitzah only works if the Kohanim who have the Mumin, well, all the Kohanim have the Minik to cover themselves, then it's okay for a Kohen to do with a Mum because the Tzibur can't see him. But it does not help if the Israelim cover their eyes with their Talus. Once they find out there is a mum, even though their eyes are covered, they're going to peek and they're going to look at the mum. So we don't trust the Israelim to cover their eyes. We have to have the minute to be the Kohanim to cover their faces. Also amongst the Israelim, we have Bachrim that are not wearing Talisim and they're not going under the father's Talis. So they're not covered. So they're worried about that. Zivkadon Kuftazayin. We said in the Ramah that if the talus only covers the face and not the hands, it only helps for the Kohen to Duchen with Mumin on his face, not with Mumin on his hands. If his face is covered, Mumin on the face will be okay, and he could Duchen with those Mumin, just not with the Mumin on the hands, which are not covered. Let's see one more Sif, Sif Lamed Beis. Hayu yodav tzvuos istis upua, a person whose hands were dyed with istis and pua, which are pirish minet tzvoim, they're types of colors, so his hand is colored with different colors. Lo yisa es kapov, he should not duch in this kohen. Mipnei shahomistaklim, but again the same reason, he looks a little different and people are going to start staring at him, so he's not allowed to duch in. However, vim rov hayir malachtom bekachev, most of the people in the city are painters, and they get their hands these colors. So Yisai's kapov, then he can dochen. V'cheinim u'dashbiro Yisai's kapov. Everyone knows he's the painter, and his hands are always coming in different colors. He also could dochen. That would not be a problem. Says the Mishaburah, if katan kuf The reason why a person whose hands are colored, these different colors, can't dochen is because mistaklim, and people are going to stare at him. Again, in a place where the Kohanim put the talus over their faces, and their hands are covered as well inside the talus. No say kapav he kuduchim and kanalak we just mentioned in the last sif. If the woman is on your face or hands and they're covered, you're good to go. Sif koton kuf yudches malachtum bekach we said that if his malacha is if the rove of the ear, if their malacha is with these colors, it's muturu mayri kishenu dashbiu. We're talking about a person who they're not used to, but most of the people in the city have this job, so it's fine. The bedashbiu manaso zebiiro, because everyone knows he has that profession in the city. Afilu ein anshi ha'ir malachta mekach. Even if people in the city don't have that job, 
Gam kein mutter that also will be 100% fine. That's the Beis Yosef of Levush, Yuprichadosh, Yushari Achronim. U Beiza Shulchanaruch Yashanim, Kasa Zeba Machaber Gufa, and some Girsos of the old Shulchanaruch. They actually wrote this explicitly in the Machaber. Ours is very close, but you have two Eterim. Either this person is Dosh Biro, or if he's not Dosh Biro, but you have majority of the city is Malach Makach, those are both grounds from Tadukhan, even though his hands are colored. Besides the Heter of his hands being under the Talus, all these are Eterim. We'll stop here. And continue with Shem tomorrow with Sif Lamed Gimel. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics, or to hear an Eon shear on any Dafin Shas, including Myron McClellan's on each shear, please visit www.ShasIlluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203 312 Shas. That's 203 312 7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.